You're listening to an Anazal Ministries podcast. Have you ever dreamt of a world where everyone had supernatural abilities? Has your desire to save the weak moved you into action without thought? If given the chance, would you save your bully from certain death? But the question on all of our minds are, can we too become a hero? This is Elizabeth Clyde. I am your host of Systematic Geology. We are the priest to the geeks, and I am joined with our friend and co-host, Kino. How's it going, Kino? It's going well, Elizabeth. This is our first time meeting, so this is going to be exciting and an interesting ride. Oh, yeah. because we're talking about My Hero Academia. And um, listen, y'all, I just cooked this this uh, this soup. And it is it is flavorful and savory. And oh my gosh, if you hear me smacking, I'm sorry. Tell me now, I'm sorry. Because I'm going to be eating the soup while we're talking. We talk you got to do what you have to do. I think you need to put the recipe in Discord too. So I think that has to happen. Because you mentioned chicken, you mentioned ranch. And we love, who doesn't love ranch? Oh, no, who doesn't love ranch? Yeah, no. You, you know who doesn't love, my husband doesn't love ranch. It's okay. If he tries this, he will love it. I, I didn't you. know that before marrying him. In my <laughs> I don't know if that would have been a deal breaker, but I did not, I did not realize he was not a ranch lover uh, before marriage, but you know, it's fun. But it, I'm so excited to get to know you. I've heard you um, just being a listener of the podcast, even though I'm a new host, I've heard you um, multiple oh. times in other episodes. So I feel like I already know you. So it's such a, you know, fun time getting to see you and connect with you. Yeah. In real life. Is this real life even though we're podcasting? Yes, it's in real life. Yeah, in real life on the web. This is happening in real time for us. It is. It is. And it's magical. (laughs) Yes. You you have your rice. I have my tea. We're going to talk about the first two arcs of My Hero, episodes one through five. Do you read the manga as well or are you just anime? I'm just anime. Me too. Me too. I'm I'm strictly anime. The only, only manga I've ever read is Demon Slayer. That is the only mm-hmm. manga I've ever read. So, so I've read all of it. I've reread all of it. I've okay. watched every episode, watched every movie. Um, just not up to date on what's happening now. And my life is a little too busy for me right. to catch up on it. But, uh, but once I find the groove, I'm going to be into it. Yeah, I've been geeking out. I've I haven't read the manga of Demon Slayer, but I have been geeking out on the um, the new episodes. I think there's six episodes of uh, season yeah. three out right now, and the animation is just beautiful. Like yes, the oh. like the fighting style is so beautiful and I'm always captivated. And I'm usually like I love my romance, so it's really hard for me to get into something that's not romance. So yeah. I feel like if I really love like even like my hero, there's no romance, but I'm like, you know what? I love it, so it's great. Oh no, they, so, they, there's some great fighting scenes in here. Mm-hmm. Have you yeah, uh what else have you been geeking um or has it just been kinda like a crazy time you haven't had much geek out? No, so I have uh been geeking out on um Spy Family, just finished that. Um, That's fun. There's only two seasons, right? Well, I was only caught the first one. I'm trying to find, okay. I'm trying to find the second one. Gotcha. Yeah. Anya, Spy I Spy. want to adopt a daughter just like Anya. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so cute. Oh, my God. She is so adorable. She is so adorable. She is so sweet. She. Oh, okay. We're not here to talk about, talk about that. I mean, I, mean, but, I mean, but that's what we're geeking out of. Okay, so maybe yeah, I yeah, know that yeah. you and I need yeah. to do a Spy Family episode next yes that's what i'm hearing okay. all right we, we all right can, we're going to we put that it. in the back burner if you guys want to listen to us do a spy family like if that's what your vibe is let us know and we will make that happen because we are here to serve you guys yes we are 
Yes, we are. Sorry. So we're just gonna we're gonna start with episode one. If you okay. missed it, we did do an overview in a previous episode with me and a few hosts, just kind of giving the overview of My Hero Academia. So if you want to hear the overview, make sure you check us out. But right now, we're just we're going into it. And it starts off with our protagonist, Midoriya, Izuku Midoriya. I always mm-hmm. feel like I have to like say the my announcer voice. Because um, as someone pointed out, this is pretty much if Japan has superhero, this is like Japan's Marvel if you will. Yeah, I thought that was a good yeah, like, alliteration yeah. to it. So I feel like yeah, I have to use is. my announcer voice. Like, Izuku Midoriya, we start off with him protecting a fellow kid from um, his his classmate Bakugo. And so yeah. Midoriya is the weaker kid, but he's protecting an even weaker kid against the class bully. And so you kind of just learn a little bit of his character right then and there. And we learn or quirks are, which is what they refer to as their superpowers. Um, And so a lot of like in episode one, I don't know. I know you said it's been a hot minute since you've seen the the anime. I actually rewatched it last night because I'm dedicated to you listeners. (laughs) I am here for you. I will lose sleep, food, anything. Not really, not food. I'll lose some sleep, but you ain't, you ain't touching my food. But anyway, (laughs) I was rewatching episode one last night because someone else brought this to my attention. So we see that Midoriya is a loser at school and Bakugo actually tells Midoriya to pray that he develops a quirk in his next life and then to Mm. take a dive off the building. So that Mm. was our first shadow to know that Midoriya does not have a quirk. But Mm. this scene got a lot of backlash because um, it pretty much Bakugo is telling him to go die. And right. so my first time watching this, it, there was no red flags to me. I didn't even, I just, you know, thought he was a TV bully being a TV bully. Right, so did, right, that, right, right. Yeah, did that stick out to you any? Or was that like, would you no, say I, that was too harsh? No. So I, I so thinking, thinking back on the episode, um, no, it, I, I didn't even pay attention to he, he said that because it, it really just looked like at the, at the moment, at the time I was watching it. Um, just like a, a a kid that was being mean and nasty to another kid and just like, you know what, I don't like you, you should go kill yourself. Not literal sense, but that's that's in a playful way. Um, but I know so but but for him to say that okay, so so <laughs> <laughs> I know it's like I, a heavy I, topic, and we it is, it both is, it of is us he- just didn't even like notice it at first. No, no, no. But it is a heavy to- topic. But but the reality is that these are still kids, okay? Mm-hmm. And kids will say things. They will say things they don't mean. They're gonna do stuff they're gonna regret because they're, they're kids. They're gonna make mistakes. And so, like to hold him accountable for saying something like that, n- no, not really. Not really. Yes, in this in this day and age that you know, with with uh, mental illness and that, and all that, I'm not not discrediting that. Mm-hmm. But but they're kids. They're kids, yeah. and and they're just this is banter. That's what kids do on the playground. Mm-hmm. If you can't, if you don't like it, I'm not trying to be funny. Don't take kids to the playground. <laughs> right. Well, even then, like me being a high school teacher, literally kids are threatening each other all the time, and so it's like a popular thing is like you know. I'm just going to go kill myself. And I'm like, I am a mandated reporter. You right. cannot say that in front of me. I, I was like, you say it one more time. I will send you to the guy. Like I have to be on guard because goodness forbid, even though it's kids being kids, if the worst case scenario happens, like I'm like, I'm 
an adult, obviously, even though I don't feel like one. Um, but like I have to report it and I have to be on guard. And so especially me being a teacher and not catching this, I was like, wow, interesting. But thinking back, I remember telling people to go die like mm. as a child. You know, as like yeah. a like telling yeah. your friends and whatnot, especially like playing sports and being that competitive um, nature, whatnot. So it didn't it didn't stick out to me at all either. And so I was just curious. Bullying is bad, and even Midoriya, yeah, no. like, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Bullying is bad, and and but but all of this comes from a source of pain. Mm-hmm. And the sad truth is that that. If you if you recognize what a bully is really doing, a bully is just emulating what they've already seen or what was done to them. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, and they they are they are suffering from their own sense of pain and shame. Um, and so the only way that they can act on that is to be aggressive towards anyone, someone else. But though it's not it's not a not an excuse, I'm just trying to provide some insight into thinking about what's happening with someone that sometimes we think is mean or bad or evil, they really might be misunderstood or um, going through some deep trauma or some deep pain, suffering from some deep Mm -hmm. pain. Yeah. You never know what like someone else is going through. And I always say it's easier. It's more work to be a bully than to be kind. Like if I'm annoyed and stuff, I have to work harder to show my annoyance than just to be kind of quiet and reserved about it. But, um, yeah, but that is yeah. even um, Midoriya like mentions like in the next scene he's like Kachan you can't say that to people what if I really would what if I really would do it and so he, they even mm-hmm. acknowledge that it is a big deal because you just you never know when someone is on their last leg but even then I feel like you can tell in that episode and granted we know what's happening in the fourth saddle but we're still on episode one you can see Bakugo get so annoyed because Midoriya even though he doesn't have quirks he's still like being a fanboy and trying to aspire to be like the heroes. And so mm-hmm. kind of like what you were saying, the bullies, they bully out of their own pain and like lack of. So Bakugo feels the need to be over and to show he is better than Midoriya. But obviously he is intimidated by an inner strength that Midoriya shows that he doesn't understand. And so when you don't understand yeah. something, you usually get bullied. Yeah. Or you usually bully what you don't understand. But Bakugo is actually, I know we're talking about him being a bully and um, and being the worst, but he is one of my favorite characters, like my second favorite character, I would say. Yeah, no, no. So so really, this this is this is showing what happens when you experience love, a genuine love that someone is willing to accept you, even though you are mean and nasty towards them, they still come back and still try to be encouraging to you. Eventually it will rub off. And you mm-hmm. will see you see that. You see that as, as Bakuko develops as a character um in the series. Yo, he, he even though he still can be a uh, a jackass, like he can. He can be a jackass. Um but but even if even if even when he is a jackass, he's still loving and kind. Like he he is a <clears throat> he is a hero in training. Mm-hmm. He's a yeah. hero in training. So so no, he understands what it means to try to sacrifice himself and his foot for the greater good and all that stuff. So no, so I, I like the fact that he was able to evolve and grow, but he's still still like I said, he's still a jackass though. Yeah, he was still a jerk at the beginning, especially whenever um like they you can at the very beginning you see that they both have the same 
uh, the same hero, which is All Might. So they're both like geeking out over All Might. And so you see that rivalry right off the back between the two. And near the end of the episode, Midoriya actually gets to meet All Might, which is um, he is straight on fanboy. Like, I can't even like I feel like fanboy is just an understatement. For what oh, Midoriya does, like he, like he was, he was, just he like, goes above and he beyond. Broke, yeah, he, boy. he broke down and cried, and snot running nose. I remember that. I remember yeah, that. Like, yeah, he was, he was just so happy. <laughs> so like, and I, I, I kind of think about the excitement if I like meet my heroes and whatnot, yeah. and um, mm-hmm. just uh, like a pop star or something like that. I'm like, I would, like, I'm planning my dream vacation right now, and I'm getting emotional just thinking, like, that dream is about to come true. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I can only imagine meeting, like, my dream hero. And so All Might's about to take off, so Midoriya runs into a sludge monster. He's about to get taken over, but All Might come and saves the day. He's like, have no fear, because I am here. That's, like, his catchphrase. It makes me laugh. And so right before All Might is about to um, jettison away, Midoriya grabs onto him because... He just he he wants a little bit more time with All Might, and he wants to talk to him. Do you remember that scenario? Whenever I, um they're they're I, on the roof. No, no, oh. I, don't, I don't remember that. They was on yeah, the yeah, roof, no. and yeah, so it was right after like he captured the sludge monster. They're on yeah. the roof, and yeah. All Might is running out of time, and that's where Midori oh, learns right. of All Might's secret that he learns right. that All Might had a time limit now, like a, a, a weakness to his power because he yeah. did this big fight, which we don't know who he did the fight with yet at this point. And as a result of that fight, All Might can only do hero work for about three hours a day because All Might had the power down. And right before right before All Might powered down, he is kind of like rambling about like how he's always wanted to be a hero, but he doesn't have a quirk. And blah blah blah, and so he's like, "Do you think I too can become a hero?" And you know, just literally pouring his guts out. And it was at this moment, all my he's like, "Crap!" And he's running out of time, and he's like getting really frustrated with himself because he took so long fighting the monster. And all my pretty much just straight up told him was like, "Dude, have realistic dreams. You can be a police officer if you want, but like, no, you can't be a hero." And that was the final straw that really like kind of like broke Deku because he was still, well, Deku is eventually his nickname. Um, And so have you ever had one of those experiences where you kind of had a dream crushed and you're like, you had to accept the reality, like something may never happen. This might sound crazy, but even if, even if it did, it never, it never crushed me. Because um, mm-hmm. I have, I have a we, I have a weird outlook on life that I think everything is going to work out. Like even if it's bad, mm-hmm. <laughs> I have this perception about it. And and so no, so like I think about being crushed. No, no, I have I've had some stumbling blocks, but not no right. I've been crushed by tr- no, no, because I I believe whatever I put my mind to, I can do mm-hmm. whatever whatever is possible is possible. And I I, I if I can think of it. It can happen. <clears throat> yeah, if I can yeah. think of it, it can happen. And that's kind of like me. I was trying to think if there was this moment in time where, like, I've had tragedies in my life. I've had, like, people yes. die, and I've had yes. people, um, I've had, like, things not work out, but I've always just had to pivot. You know what I mean? Like, so I've never really been crushed. Like, my life is over. Like, this was not, my eggs was never in one basket. But, like, for 
for Midoriya, this was his hope, dream, and like his identity for the longest time is wanting to be a hero with a smile on his face to help people. And his hero just told him like, you you can't do it. And so, I mean, that I can't even just imagine like what the only thing I can relate to this, and it's going to sound so first world. I was trying to get tickets to a museum um, in Japan. And so like Japan is like, this is, that's my dream vacation. And it's a once in a lifetime opportunity for me because it's freaking expensive. And, uh, <laughs> and so, and yes. I like stayed up all night trying to get tickets. I was right there at the queue. I was about to get onto the website after waiting two hours, it kicked me out. And when I got back into the queue, there was 15,000 people in front of me. And so Ooh. like, like it was like the whole reason why I wanted to go to Japan. It was the studio Ghibli <laughs> museum. And I stayed up for another three hours trying to get into it. And I worked so hard and I didn't get the tickets. And I felt, I like, I felt crushed, but like, that's not a crushing moment. You know what I mean? Like in reality, I'm still going to have a great time in Japan. Like, you know what I mean? Like it's not, but like, that's the only thought I could have right now to even try and relate. Hold on, but hold on. That's, that's a crushing thought. It it was, you said you you dropped it and you queued back, you got back in. It was 15,000 people in front of you. I literally, I waited our time. I'm waiting. I yeah. hit refresh and yeah. joined the queue yeah. seconds, seconds within it. And I was already 4,000 behind. And so, you know, I was doing the math. I was like, math be math. And I'm like, okay, well, yeah. if this yeah. is some, I have X amount of days, yeah. like devoted in Japan. Like I can do it on any of these days. I'm like, these are the time slots. I'm like, if 4,000 people is in front of me, I'm like, and they allow maybe like, I don't know, like a hundred people per time slot. I was like, I was like, I, was like, I can math. Yeah. I can get in. I can yeah. get in. Yeah. And yeah. then, um, yeah, I didn't. I didn't get it, and it was crushing. Oh, yeah, no. Um, but spoiler, I and this is way off topic. Um, I found out I was on the non-Japan residence site, so I just like went from a friend of a friend to an acquaintance, and like mess long shot messaged this missionary in Japan. Yeah. I was like, yeah. "Hello, man of God. <laughs> I am a woman of God. <laughs> Would you do me the kind?" And he so he bought me tickets being a Japan resident, so I got the tickets. So I mean, okay, like maybe okay, I yeah. maybe I'm Midoriya. I'm the main character, but, um, but that's. But- that's but here's the thing. thing here's the thing the fact that his his hero told him he could not be a hero it made him more determined to become a hero it really did yeah it, cru- it crushed him oh my gosh that it crushed him that he was he was he was defeated i'm trying to man he was defeated but 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 here's the thing it is in those moments where heroes are made yeah yeah but well, even it, if you, even if you want to get biblical it's like that the wine press you know what i mean like that's how you yeah. make you make oil by the pressing of the olives and that's how you make oil or even like the refining the gold and glass and stuff you have to like refine under high heat and pressure to make something beautiful so it, it was his moment and then like as we go through episode two all my you know walks off the roof deku is like defeated and he he does have like a wave like should i give up type deal but then as we know the sludge monster escaped through deku or midoriya holding on to all might bakugo accidentally releases it because it was in a plastic bottle and now the monster is taking over bakugo the bully and so everyone is like where's the heroes all the heroes who are fighting they don't have a quirk compatible enough so they can't they can't get to the sludge monster and save bakugo and they're like, well, where's All Might? Didn't he already defeat this thing? And All Might's in the crowd, but he's in his power down form. And so he feels useless and he's feeling like even more self-loathing. And I think 
uh, a thing to think about whenever All Might was kind of like mean, not really mean, but realistic Deku. He was beating himself up and hurt people, hurt people. Yes. And so like now All Might is already like, I am, I'm useless. I can't do anything. What kind of hero am I? And Midoriya is also at the scene and he's like, this is my fault. I used up All Might's power, um, his time limit and whatnot. But just watching his bully, not even his friend, really, he kind of thinks of him as a friend, but it's really his bully is about to die because he's getting suffocated. He's actually moved into action without thinking. And so we all know Bakugo loves that. So I'm wondering, like, I've never, like, I've never been moved to action without thinking. I'm very... A tim- not a timid person, but I'm very, I'm very a calculated person. Like I do not like risk at all. And so like to put my life in danger like that, I don't know if I could do it. Like I don't have kids. You're a dad. So like, I'm sure you would, you would jump in front of a bullet for your kids. Like you have that, like that protection. Maybe I would hope you would, but I don't know you like that. <laughs> maybe you would, maybe you wouldn't. I don't know. I'm just assuming. I heard the father's love is pretty cool. Oh uh, no no I I I I was I was standing in front uh, in front of a bullet for my kids and my family no um I have I have jumped to action when, when there is a uh, tragedy that was that was that was an accident that had just happened like I had just pulled up after it had just happened and so mm-hmm. I ended up pulling over and helping this this lady that uh, her car she had made a left hand turn. And she got hit, and her car ended up turning 360 degrees around, flipping, um, landing on my side of the road. I, it was it was crazy. But uh, I stopped and helped her, and called the police, and checked on the other people and everything. So no, I, it, <laughs> and funny enough, I was on I was on my way to do something, and I had to call my wife and like I had to tell her like, hey hey, I'm I'm gonna be late from doing this, and she's like, what's going on? I said that was an accident. She said, say less. I already know you already there helping out. <laughs> because um, that was the thing. I, that, so I'm the type of person, I would jump into action when stuff happens. And I'm I'm very cool under pressure. Like, you would never know. Um, in a crisis, I'm, I'm, I'm the person that's just telling everybody what they need to do and how they need to be and still doing and be functioning, jumping into the fire and all that other stuff. Yeah. No, I'm not. Whenever um, my my sister passed away, uh, like tragically and stuff, and so whenever my husband was the one who like they contacted my husband to let me know, like, and he's the one who told me. And so as soon as we got into the scene of the crime, uh, not well, not the crime, the court, the thing. Long story long, but I I didn't know what to do. So the only thing I could do, I just stayed strong. So, but there was no action. There was nothing. And so like, because I was really the only Christian in my family. So I I was like, I have to stay strong, but I didn't really go into action. I more like went like, okay, okay, here we go. Here we go. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to do. But, um, but it's just interesting because we would think if your bully is getting his just desserts and the heroes can't do anything, like, I don't know if I would have jumped into action to I'm save on, him. I'm, I'm sitting on the sideline. I'm sitting on the sideline. Yeah, like, I'll be um, like, oh, that's... I, I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's... Oh, mm, oh man, that's gonna... That's gonna yeah, yes, it's not your kids. I hope somebody's gonna be here to, to rescue him. Yeah. I'm wondering, <laughs> can somebody say, because I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. Not, not my bully. No. Not, mm-hmm. I don't know. But no, I ain't because then tomorrow I ain't got to worry about the bully. No, 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 no. no. 
<laughs> I mean, and he had his mom to think about. Like, it's not like he was just this with nothing to lose. Midoriya did have a lot to lose. He was still young. He had a family, even though he didn't have heroes. But his action caused All Might to have action and to, for All Might to go past his limit, despite him already being out of juice. And so he was able to save Bakugo. And so this was really like the scene of the moment where because of Midoriya's like heart and character, it changed everything because All Might now sees he he may not have a quirk of a hero, but he has the heart of a hero. And near the end, you know, like Bakugo is like, you didn't save me, blah, blah, blah. So like he, you can tell Bakugo feels indebted, but he doesn't want to feel indebted. So it just adds to the like character dynamic, whatnot. But that's when All Might kind of finds him. Um, do you remember that scene? Like, kind of, it was like it was so emotional. He like broke do. down. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. He yeah, pretty no. much was like, like it was, it was, it literally when I felt like, and I know this sounds so big. When I got that message on Messenger, and then the guy told me this was like seven thirty a.m. So I didn't go to bed until like three. Crushed. I had yeah. to be at work at seven the next yeah. morning, like yeah. at work. So at seven yeah. thirty, when I got the message from the missionary in Japan saying I got your tickets. I fell to the ground. I could not breathe. I couldn't, I could not. I was hyperventilating and I was, I felt so much gratitude and I was so thankful and I felt undeserving. Like it was all the, for tickets, just tickets to an anime museum. And so like, I mean, like it's literally not that big of a deal at all. Right, but then right. for Midoriya to like hear the words from his hero, you too can become a hero. Like I just take that, my, what I felt and times it by infinity. Like, <laughs> like I just, I can't imagine like, and that's like the, that we get the foreshadow as soon as like he says, you too can become a hero. Midoriya's like, and this is how I became the world's greatest hero. And so now I'm jacked. I'm like, yeah. you tell me your story, sir. Like yeah. I want to know. Yeah. Yeah, so you want to you want to know a measure of a person. Watch them under pressure. Mm-hmm. Watch them when they're in a stressful situation. You really want to know like what somebody is if they're really good, if they're really somebody who you can trust and rely on. See how they act in a stressful situation, or or, or pay attention to them in a crisis, <clears throat> not a not a made crisis. Don't be going out there just just making up stuff just to try people. Mm-hmm. Just, um, Make them feel bad so you can see what they do. Don't be doing that. Don't be doing that. No, no. But see, observe them and how they respond to situations because that tells you the character of a person. It really does. It really tells you a lot about a person, um, mm-hmm. how they respond in those situations that, that um, it's, it's not a bad, bad, um, but it tells you a lot. If you, if you know what to pay attention to, if you know what to pay attention to, um, mm-hmm. which is which is the, it was the, uh, the response, the four different responses to to uh, trauma and stress: fight, flight, fawn, and freeze. Yeah, fight, flight, mm-hmm. fawn, and freeze. Yeah. So, so, so in those in those type of situations, you'll you'll have people too who will who will want to jump to action and start a fight, not start a fight, but to to uh, want to do something like Midoriya did. And then you have some folks who who will just stand by and just watch, like most passengers do, or, or the audience does anyway, in the crowd. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then you might have some folks who will freeze and literally be like they're stuck and they cannot do anything. They like I just don't know. Just that's me. Then, <laughs> you just be like I just I was, can't. I was like ah, I'm just you existing right now. It's like I have a shoulder for everyone to cry on, but I don't know what to do. Yeah, yeah, no, and then and then fawning, fawning is is where a person really be like it's okay. It's okay. It's it's not that bad. It's not that bad. It's just trying to make trying to make good of the situation. Mm-hmm. That's fawning. No, but it's, it's still not. It's still I think that would be my close second. Like, okay, we can do this. We can get through this. God is good. Amen. Yeah. 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 But but you could you could literally learn a lot about a person and how they responded in a crisis. And, and Midoriya showed us who he truly truly was in that moment. Like literally, he he sacrificed himself in spite of how he felt or the circumstances the situation because he saw that somebody was in danger and he was mm-hmm. like no I, I it's not that i have to act i'm going to act i'm going to i gotta do something i just can't stand by and be a be a bystander no i have to do something that's that's mm-hmm. a measure of someone that's a hero that's a hero yeah. who who wants to come in and 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 in spite of themselves to do for others is a mark of a hero yeah and he had all the logic. He he was so because he always had the data and stuff. So he knew better than anyone. He could do nothing. Like he mm-hmm. like he was weak and stuff. But he still moved to action. But because of that, All Might decided to choose him as his successor. And yeah. we find out for the first time because at this point, everyone is born with quirks. Like eighty yes. percent of the population is yeah. born with quirks. If you don't have one by like I think it was age four, like you're not going to develop one. Not, and so from him knowing at like. 14 all might it's like i can pass my quirk down to you and it's not just any quirk it's freaking all might this is the superman of of ua pretty much this is the superman of this whole show and so like this is the hero that everyone wants to be like the number one hero he is is number one hero yeah he's the number one hero he is the number one everyone either wants to be him or is trying mm-hmm. to take him down to be number one. Yeah. But they, uh, he is, he is the number one hero, number one ranked hero in the in the uh, My Hero Academia universe. Yeah, and, and he's been like, there for a while. For a while, like, a long yeah. while, mm-hmm. a long while, and for to see him to suffer that 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 wound that he has in his side that he couldn't no longer uh, perform, but only for three hours. But he learns he could go beyond. But still, it's it hurts him. It, it, it's mm-hmm. suffering. Like he knows the pressure that it brings with being the number one hero. Like he well, it's just like the, the higher you are, the higher you are, the harder you fall. And so like yes. he knows how hard he's falling, especially like only it's not like an all or nothing. He can only do his limit, which is three hours. And then we know as he used it up, like it's becoming less and less. But um, like then in episode three, it's pretty much Midoriya training his body to receive the quirk so we don't know how the quirk is received yet but we know that Midoriya's little wimpy body like he cleans up the beach of trash and dude gets biceps on biceps and abs and whatnot and I thought it was really cool in that episode like he's trying to do like side training like extra training at home besides cleaning up the beach and all my actually like fusses at him like no don't do too much because this is this is the plan. This is the program. Like I, I have this set out for you. And so I just kind of think about how like we do too much in life sometimes. And when it's like, you know, I'm like, just, just stick to the, like, why, why do we make things more complicated than it has to be? Cause, cause we get nervous. 
We get anxious. We get scared. We start. We overthink. We 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 procrastinate. It's it's a lot of stuff that we do. Um, I'm so good at procrastinating. <laughs> like I forgot. Um, just um, listeners, I I created an outline and I told like Kino you know, I would have it to him by Tuesday. I got it to him like the night before we're recording. So it was like that's a funny. day late, a dollar short, but that's I forgot. I, that's how bad of a procrastinator. I forgot I was a procrastinator because I've been <laughs> graduated with my MBA for like a year now. So I haven't had to like put an outline or anything to paper. And I was like, yeah, I got to get to that. Yeah, no, no, but, but, but you, you're dealing with, you're dealing with a lot of, a lot of things. And so when you get the experience and the opportunity, like Midoriya gets to, uh, train next to his hero. Oh yeah, you're going all out. You're going to go all out. However, mm-hmm. however, the the excitement overrides the wisdom and the experience to know that sometimes, not sometimes, in actuality, uh, work, play, and rest is important. Those mm-hmm. are the three things that we need in life. You need work. You got to do something with yourself. You can't just be sitting around being non-productive. You got to do something. Okay, <clears throat> whether you're reading, building models, I don't care. <clears throat> you got to do something productive with yourself. We're not reading, but writing a book or something productive, like literally using your brain to do stuff. Um, yeah, that's you can't just be a bum. Okay, so if mm-hmm. you're sitting at a house and you're not doing anything, get up off your butt and do something. Um, <laughs> but but also 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 um, you have uh, you have this. This idea that life owes you stuff. Life doesn't owe you anything. Okay. This is true. Listen, I I keep saying this every time we go on this podcast. I realize now that Jesus said in this life, you're going to face trials and tribulations. So shut up and stop your complaining. Life is going to happen. Now it gets mm-hmm. bad and it can suck. Yes, it's going to. But it's what you do to and how you respond. Literally, is how you respond to it. Certain things you cannot control, but you can't control what you say, and we can't control what you do. You can do those things, and if you do those things, you got nothing to worry about. But but the truth is that folks get so excited about what they have and the new thing that they forget that sometimes they have to take care of some other things in the excitement, like rest and 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 play is just as important as work. So, so you can't mm-hmm. just, just, just work all the time. Like if you, if you're working all the time, like literally if you're listening to this and you're doing some stuff that you know that you should be chilling or relaxing, sit your butt down somewhere and just chill out. Okay. Right. Cause relax. I'm so relax. bad at relaxing. <laughs> it, it, I, I, I don't stop. And like, even when we went on our cruise, my husband and I, it was a lot of bad weather. So mm. we couldn't do a lot of that. We couldn't mm-hmm. even port one day, which oh. I mean, it sounds so entitled, like, Y'all, I sound like a brat, like talking about not getting Japan tickets. And then, um, like it rained on my cruise. Oh my gosh. But it forced us. I know I sound like a, a brat, but it forced us to relax. It forced us yeah. to stop and like slow down and go to every single of the, like the dinners and like the talk and stuff, because we weren't just going, going, going. And it was, it was really hard because we are always on the go 24 seven. And yeah. so that forced relaxing, like, I mean, even the Lord says like to take a Sabbath. And so yes. we, I stink at Sabbathing because it's a day and I'm like, you know, I'm a, like, I literally, I try and Sabbath. I think it's like three hours every Saturday no. morning. So, 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 and so it's let, me, not, let me give you a cheat code. Okay. Let me give go, you a cheat code. Go for it. So here's a cheat code. Yes. Yeah, so a Sabbath should be a day, but, but sometimes we can't 
we can't get days like that because mm-hmm. the stuff we have to do going on. But you can take an hour. You can yeah, take well, an hour every day. I you call that Saturday morning cartoons. Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my that's God. My, sab- my husband is so gracious. I married a pastor, so even on my day off, so I'm a teacher, so Saturday and Sundays are my days off. But I married a pastor, so Sunday is not a day off. So Saturday, he's so kind, and he'll bring me coffee in bed while I watch my Saturday morning cartoons. And it's like, it's like yes, like even though he doesn't like ranch, I mean, I got a keeper. Yeah, yeah, but 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 to my last point, that Mm -hmm. there's work, there's rest, and there's also play. So you can't you can't just be so serious that you can't joke and have fun. Okay, Mm -hmm. don't be don't be so so rigid. That you can't enjoy yourself. No, no, chill out. Like, like, like if <laughs> if you can't if you can't laugh at life, then something's wrong with you. Because funny mm-hmm. things happen all the time, all the time. But you got to find something funny and to laugh at. You really do. So, so ugh. listen, you got to have balance in your life. So you got to have mm-hmm. work. You got to have play. You got to have rest. You got to be balanced. Okay, you got too much mm-hmm. of any of those, it's it's a problem. Because if you're resting all the time, you're a bum. Okay. Yes. If if you talk about I gotta rest, I gotta rest this, and I'm talking, yeah, you're a bum. You're a bum. So get up off your butt and do something. All right, I'm I'm, I'm off that. <laughs> oh no problem. It's good. It's good stuff. It's definitely needed and a reminder. But um, just going back to Izuku Midoriya. Yes. Uh, after his ten months of training, um, it's time for the entrance exam. So it's I think it's either the morning of or the day before. I can't remember exactly. But he's like, okay, I'm ready for the power. And All Might gives a strand of his hair because he has to ingest the DNA. And I'm like, could we not have thought of a better way for this? Like, that's just gross. But, you know, I'm not the writer. It's it's fine. I'm like, there's, there's so many ways we could have passed down the power. But let's sure. just consume the DNA. At least it wasn't a fingernail. If it was yeah. a fingernail, I probably wouldn't have. Yeah, yeah it wasn't like a Jujutsu Kaisen with the fingers. Like, yeah, could you no, imagine no. it was like a finger? Yeah. No. Ugh. Ugh. No. Oh, gosh. No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I went there. I went there. But then, um, so he goes into the entrance exam. We find out he has to defeat these robots, and each robot is worth X amount of points. But there's one giant, massive robot that's worth zero points, which makes no logical sense whatsoever. Um, and so he pretty much meets – we meet – Tenya and Ochaku for the first time, these two characters that are going to be his classmates. So the exam begins. Um, we also realize that Midori doesn't really know how to use All Might's power. Like, because he, Homeboy just got it. Yeah. And so he is still pretty much, I'm dubbing Quirkless at this time because he doesn't know what the frick is going on. He just has abs now. And when the exam begins, everyone is literally like, they rush off, they leave him behind. He's like, what do I do? Because these are these giant robots. Like, that would be me. We freeze. We freeze and panic. Okay. But he didn't freeze that long. So um, the time's about to run out. And he's like, I need to to smash a robot. I need to do something. And the giant zero-point robot comes in and... Ochaku actually like gets trapped in rubble or something like that, and everyone's running away. And Midoriya springs into action, breaking both of his legs using too much force with his power, and smashes the robot, breaking his arm. The zero point robot, may I remind you guys, like yes. it's worth absolutely no points, and he saves Ochaku. And so now, with like two broken legs and a broken arm, he's like, I need to get points. And the timer runs out. So we're like, 
you done screwed up, sir. Like you just busted your legs. Thankfully, we have Recovery Girl and she was able to fix them right up. But like, what? Like all that work, I'm sure he felt like such a failure. But thankfully, they didn't keep us in too long of suspense because a week later, we find out that he does he does pass and is able to get accepted into UA because he got rescue points. So even yes. though the robot was zero points, he was able to get rescue points by saving Ochaka and um, Yay. Like, because, wow, I would have been really mad if he had to go like an alternative route and stuff. But I'm... I'm glad it went this way because I love the classroom dynamic of classroom 1A in UA because like episode five, uh, and this is the last episode we're talking about, Midoriya leaves for his first day of class, hoping that Bakugo um, and Tenya isn't in his class because even though he met Tenya at the, the exam, Tenya fussed at him for muttering to himself for being disrespectful. So Bakugo is like, okay, it's like he had a hard middle score. He was picked on. And he goes into class, and right then and there, Bakugo and Tenure are in his class, and we all we've all had that dread of feeling like, "Dang it, you're here too!" <laughs> like we can all think of like maybe a couple. I literally the day in the hallways, I walked around a pole to avoid another teacher because I did not want to talk <laughs> to them. And, like I was like, mm, "Here we go!" Ooh. And like literally in the class, and right off the bat, Bakugo tries to bully Midoriya saying he rigged the exam. But the most exciting thing is Midoriya stands up for himself for the first yes. time to Bakugo. Yes. So I'm like, he's getting a little confident, you know, like get him. And that's <laughs> when um, we're introduced to Aizawa, which is also Eraserhead. And he's probably, I think he might be my third favorite character, Eraserhead. Do you, like out of all the characters we've been introduced to so far, do you have a favorite out of like it was like Tenya, Ochaku, Bakugo, Midoya, All My, Alzawa? Those are like the six main characters we we know no, from these so, five episodes. So, no, 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 I like I can't remember. Forgive me, forgive me, but I can't remember the guy's name. But he's the quote unquote president of the class with the with the rocket oh, legs. Oh yeah, that's Tenya. The Tenya, um, the one who Tenya. fussed at him. Yeah. Yes. His Tenya. his. Yeah, his name will be Ingenium down the road, his hero name. Right, right, that's what yeah, yes, Ingenium. You know, yeah. that, that, that will probably be me. That probably Oh, yeah, you me. want the order in the classroom, like everyone, like, let's stand your attention? I got no, you. Oh, yeah, no, that, that, that would probably be me. That would probably be me. Like, seriously, that would be me. Like, I know, we got we to gotta get this thing together because we got we got an objective. That's what we're trying to do. Mm-hmm. Let's, work, let's work together and get it done. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> that would not be me i see i like and i'm I'm very organized and structural and i'll say my opinion but i don't want to i'll give ideas but i don't want to be the leader you know what i mean yeah, i want to like I, I like my husband and i we joke all the time we will be the best number twos you would ever <laughs> see like you would ever like um he 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 serves as a creative pastor right now but like before his position he was the associate pastor and i'm yeah. telling you he is the best number two you number ever two. Could have, yeah. Like, um, we have we have all the books leading from second chair on the yeah. bearers. Like, if it's a, like we got we got the books to cover. But um, but yeah. So that's just my personality. Uh, but we we meet um Tenya, we meet Ochaku, and then we actually are introduced in episode five to the majority of the other class because they do the what is it called? They do the uh the pretty much a physical test it's called like the apprehension i can't remember exactly the arc it's called but um but they pretty much do the the test 
to see where everyone's at with their quirks. So it's almost like a field day mm-hmm. for their quirks. But Aizawa being the um, the meanie that he is, he's like, whoever scores the lowest will be expelled. And I wonder who's going to score the lowest. I don't know. Maybe the person who doesn't have control over their quirk. Just a hunch. And so um, that's when they do like that ball throw um, test. You don't, do you remember this episode? No. Uh, it's, no, keep going. Keep going. It's good. No, no, yeah. It's, some of stuff is dropping, dropping in my head. So, yeah, some of the stuff I remember. Yeah, yeah no, it's like, episode oh. five. It's whenever like they're doing like the jump. And they're doing like the um like just different like quirk assessment. That's the word I was thinking of assessment um yeah. test the apprehension assessment test. And yeah. so Midoriya, it's the very last one, and it's the ball throw. Remember when Ochaku, because she has zero gravity, she was able to throw the ball, and she made it flightless, so it went to like infinity. So she obviously won that one. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah so that was the test. And so this is when. We see Midoriya, it's his turn to throw the ball. And he actually used one for all in his fingertip Finger. for the very first time. And like trying to like um trying to control it. So he still broke his finger, but he was at least able to throw the ball into oblivion. And Azaro decided not to expel anyone in that class because he deemed everyone was hero mater- um worthy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so he he didn't even have a good first day of school. No, no, it's but it's okay. It's okay because he it's got okay. into the school. He got into the school he really wanted to get. I'm he just really confused why he got put in one A instead of one B. Did you ever wonder that? No. Like how did he? How did he get to one? Because one A. So technically, the A one A is the A class, right? And then one B, which we will learn a little oh, bit. It's, you it's know, the rivalry it's, stuff. It's because all might. All, all might. You think All Might just you know, like pull strings and got them on the one A? Because I feel uh, like kids in one B. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I guess I, I always yes. wonder. Like he should have been a B student. Like yeah, easy. he probably should have. But it's because of All Might. It's because All Might yeah. is a teacher at school. Well, yeah. I guess he pulled strings. He, he, but I, I always I, wondered. I would say. I would say. I would say it literally because if you think about think about one, <clears throat> they always have an affinity. The teachers have an affinity for certain classes anyway. And mm-hmm. most of most of one A teachers are like top tier heroes. Like they mm-hmm. are, they are, they are in the up, upper echelon of all the heroes, which which, which really would make sense of them being the teachers of one A. Um, so yeah, no, I think Midoriya got in only because of All Might. Like his teacher is All Might. Like he is, he's the successor to All Might. That's the only reason. Like mm-hmm. he. But no one knows, I think, except the principal that he's a successor, which I mean would that, make him that, able that, to that. go into one A. So yeah. Correct. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Okay, I get it. Favoring there. Like no, it no, is, no, it's, had it's string pulls. You had string pulls, but But it makes sense though. It's because okay. Midoriya, Midoriya actually brings out something in that class as well. Mm-hmm. Like he really he really helps that class to like mesh and glow, grow, uh, grow together. Like, like I, I love like the evolution of how they, they work together and they became like a, like a, a really group and cohort. Like they were the best. Like I just, mm-hmm. who, who no, no, it's a great of? dynamic. Definitely. Yeah. Like this is one of the animes where even the side characters backstories yeah. are engaging as well. Like yeah. I want to learn more about the side characters and like, yeah. I enjoy almost every single character except this one. We talked about it in the overview, like Mineta, like the one with the balls with the purple hair. Like I, he, I think he was created for us to hate on him, but it is what it is. 
like he is useful down the road, but yes, I guess. Is useful. he he still he's yeah he just that, like, that's that like, is, that but, is, that's that's a part of that's part of the the joke though you know you have it yeah yeah like like he's very intentional yeah. but that's like the only character I'm like okay I get it but whatever <laughs> but that's why they gave him the sticky the sticky balls yeah um, he's like my sticky balls blah, 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 blah. he's he's the pervert of the um you know everyone you have to have a little fan service in every anime is it an anime without fan service no I don't know. I can't no. think of one anime without fan service. Yeah, no, Maybe no. Inuyasha. I don't like because Inuyasha was like nineties. Like in like the nineties animes, you have like some of them, not all of them, because a lot of them very. You have um less fan service, but right. um since we have talked about officially one through five um episodes, do you have any other animes or any other things you want to recommend to the listeners? Um, yes. So I am watching. Um, Ultraman. Ocean Man. Uh, What's that about? Ultraman. You haven't seen Ultraman on Netflix? No. Okay, so 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 if you like Ultraman is like um Gundam meets Superman meets okay. um 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 the Justice League. So it's it's like oh. it's like it's like literally it's like a whole group of Ultraman. Um, and they have the ability to fight these aliens. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, they like this one character. I can't. I can't think of his name. Um, but he's the, he's the he was the the son of the original Ultraman. Like this this has been going on forever. Like whatever. But 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 um, he then now has the ability to to fight these aliens out without the suit, which is mm-hmm. which is cool. Like like you you got to have a suit. And the suit makes you cool. That's why I'm like it's it's is uh Spider-Man beats Gundam meets Gundam meets Justice League. If so, okay. if, you, if you like if you like that type of stuff and 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 it it's not in the same it's it's is drawn like Genlock. I don't know if you have ever seen Genlock. You seen Genlock? No. Oh that, I I I'm just now like I'm told you I started with strictly romance so me like getting like you. out okay. the romance vibe you know yeah, yeah, I, I'm since my older and I'm matured and stuff slightly <laughs> I I've created more genres in my repertoire but yeah so I haven't yes. seen a lot of like the okay. other okay. 90s so, so, okay. no this, this is not a this is not oh, a 90s oh like, well, when you say like, Gundam like, 90s okay yeah no Gundam Gundam is 90s Gundam is 90s okay, okay. Yes. Um, uh, but, but they still got some Gundams, uh, that's out now. Mm. Um, but Genlock, Genlock was, was, uh, probably four or five years ago. Um, okay. it, it was, I was showing Toonami at one point. I think it was, I could oh. be wrong. I could be wrong. I, I remember some Toonami jet stream. That was my yeah, vibe. I, I, I could, I could be wrong, but, but it was something in that vein. But anyway, anyway, it, it is, a, it is Americanized anime. I think, I think I could be wrong. Uh, okay. I could be wrong. I have to I look into that. But, but Ultraman, that's, that's, that's what I'm watching. Ultraman. Um, okay. Ultraman, uh, the new season just dropped maybe about last week or so. So I'm, I'm getting caught up. Um, it's, it's always nice getting caught up because I hate waiting the week to week. So since waiting, that's my recommendation, waiting week to week for Demon Slayer season three. Yeah. Um, so if you haven't watched Demon Slayer, like you I'm, got, you're in I'm, for a treat because you get to binge the first two seasons. Yes. Like yes. just do it. Like it's so good. Just watch Demon Slayer guys and then catch up on season three and be in pain with me waiting every single week. Oh, no, that's, 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 you reminded me. That's another reason why I'm not watching this. 
So I want to. You're waiting. I want to. That's what I do with One Piece. I literally will take a break. I'm not even lying. For a year on One Piece, I will take a whole year break and I'll like binge the episodes. So you just got to do what you got to do. However, you got to get through that thousand episodes of One Piece. You just got to do it. (laughs) So, so what, what would you recommend? Yeah, so Demon Slayer, definitely. I'm reading a cutesy, um, a cutesy, what's it called? Not reading, but I'm watching. It's like, I got a cheat sheet from another world. Uh, It's on Crunchyroll. I just started it for some light fun. It's pretty interesting. Um, It's about a guy. He literally discovered another world, but he's able to like, instead of just being in an online world, he's able to combine the two. Like he's able to jump in and out of like the two, like his like almost like a gaming world type deal into his reality world. So he's able to like cash out stuff from the gaming world and like level up in the gaming world and take it into his real life world. So he was like, uh, what is that? What is that anime? Oh my gosh. Where you, you, uh, sword art online. Is this like that? Yeah, similar, but like he's able, like, but he's, it's not a gaming system. He literally like gets transported into another world. It's oh. so, the full title is I got a cheat, I got it, words, I got a cheat skill in another world and became an unrivaled in the real world too. So pretty oh. much he can go, because it's so much easier to level up in games, right? So he yes. can literally go almost into this game like world, but he's actually going, he levels up. And when he comes back to the real world, like he's he's leveled up. So it's it's interesting. I just um, caught up with it. So now get to wait the week to week. This is why I don't like new <laughs> animes. And I do my nineties, and I'll probably watch Inuyasha for the third time just to have something in the background. But it's fine. It's fine. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Oh my god. Well, awesome. Well, Kenna, I had so much time fun chit chatting with you. Um, we could probably talk all day long about anime and just church and good stuff but in order to save josh recording time because i'm going to say it this one time we love josh this is my first time saying it today yeah we do we do we love you josh and appreciate your editing skills we are going to wrap up it uh this episode now so guys uh, make sure you join our discord we are also on instagram and facebook We would love to get to know you, connect with you. Uh, Check out our YouTube and Patreon as well. And remember, we are all a chosen people, a geekdom of priests. We'll see you next time. This was an Anazao Ministries podcast. If you enjoyed this show and would like to learn more about our network, be sure to check out the Anazao Ministries podcast network.